Medica rules are taking a toll on dementia patients. We'll talk to you about that and so much more on today's edition of Aging Options. The following is a paid program on this station. Aging Options, how can we help? It's time to know your options and master your future. My life, my plan, my way. LifePoint Law presents Aging Options with elder law attorney and life planning coach Rajiv Nagayich. Health, housing, finance, legal, and family. Know your options. Aging Options is not a law firm, but Rajiv is a lawyer. You should not reveal things you wish to keep confidential in this public setting. This program offers general advice. Having your questions answered does not create an attorney-client relationship. Contact your attorney or other professional to discuss your unique needs before taking any action related to the subjects discussed in this program. Now, here is nationally recognized retirement planning authority and host of national public television program, Master Your Future, Rajiv Nagayich, as well as his co-host, Tariq Ansari. And good morning. Welcome to Aging Options. I am Tariq Ansari. Joining us on the phone today, Rajiv Nagayich. Got a lot to talk about today, uh, including, as I mentioned in the open, Medicare rules, how they're taking a toll on dementia patients. Uh, thinking about firing your financial... Well, we'll get into thinking about firing your financial advisor, and we're going to give you tips on what to consider there. Is firing a good idea? And uh, should there be gun retirement for the elderly? So when it comes to the Second Amendment, should there be a ban on individuals over a certain age owning guns? We'll get into that. A very interesting legislation being posed in the state of Washington. And also... What to do if you suddenly have been tasked with a loved one's estate? It's an issue that we've talked about countless times. We're going to get into more detail on it today. So obviously a lot of big things to talk about today. But the most important thing is your call. Call in with your story, with your situation. What's going on with you? Whether it be life planning, a situation at home, caring for loved ones, we are here to answer your questions until we hit the 11 o'clock hour. So give us a call. one 800 465 8770 again 1-800-465-8770 and as mentioned we have Rajiv Nagayich on the phone with us today Rajiv how are you doing today I am excellent how are you Ah oh, doing great doing good. I got a little bit of a sniffle today not going to lie the allergies are kicking in I sound a little more husky today but it's all good it's not going to stop us yeah, uh, it's you know that time of the year you know it's, oh. it's that time of the year that you get all sorts of allergies and everything I was just thinking about this Tariq, that you know, with, with the health behind you, and you've had a good two hours of good health education with Jerry Mixon giving you all sorts of things. I'm saying now, if people have all their health with them, what could go wrong the rest of their life? Could anything go wrong if you're healthy all the way to the end? And today, these stories that we're talking about, <laughs> you know, people with end stage dementia, finding Medicare rules, making hospice care so difficult. It's just one small example of what could go wrong under something you plan for those things also. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I'm reading through this uh, this piece, obviously, um, talking about, and by the way, we are, all of our stories are available by going to agingoptions.com, going to the blog section, and the story we have starting out here today, courtesy of Tony Boland, who does an excellent job, uh, it's a story about, as we mentioned, you know, Medicare rules, how it can make hospice care difficult if not impossible to count on. And uh, it's a really interesting uh, Washington Post article from Emily Harris that goes into how the system fails to provide for many families. It's kind of a bureaucratic snafu that compounds the heartache and frustration. And uh, just reading through this, it's very very sad. It's very scary, actually, more than anything, as I read through this, Rajiv. 
Actually, it, it, it may sound scary, but it's, it's something that you can do something about, right? That's the whole point of the story. So what the story is pointing out is that uh, uh, a service, a very valuable service in our, in our healthcare system is referred to as the hospice program, right? The hospice program allows people who want to keep their loved ones at home some assistance. So the hospice program, if somebody does qualify for it, it will allow the hospice system to send a nurse, a bath aid, uh, adaptive equipment, services that will allow the family to keep their loved one at home. Now, this article is talking about a very nuanced situation where what if somebody gets on hospice because of dementia issues? As we know, dementia, unlike cancer or some sort of an acute illness, you know, somebody has got some bad illness that's happening and cancer is the one that comes to mind most obviously, which is what puts people on hospice most often. If somebody has cancer and the cancer is progressing and the doctor says you've got less than six months to live, then you qualify for hospice. And the moment you qualify for hospice, the system will probably say, hey, how would you like to spend uh, the last six months of your life in your own home? And if the answer is yes, the hospice system will say, well, we'll help you make it happen. How? We'll send a social worker, an occupational therapist, a physical therapist, somebody, go to Regis' house, take a look, what will it take for him to go back home? And they'll do a survey and say, well, he needs a hospital bed, respirator, grab bar, safety equipment, make it all happen. And then don't stop there. Send services, something like a nurse, to help the family maintain medications because it gets complicated towards the end. Send a bath aid to help Rajiv with his hygiene needs so he's not the only one doing it. Uh, and send a counselor to counsel this whole family through this difficult time in their life. So the family has a lot of help, and the family is never left alone. And this story really is talking about somebody who went on hospice. There's a lady who uh, went on hospice, but it wasn't that she had cancer. She had dementia. The problem with dementia is dementia is not a mortality issue. It's a morbidity issue. doesn't mean that it's, uh, you're going to pass away anytime soon. So at one time when her condition was going down, the doctors realized that they, they made the pronouncement, oh, I don't think she's going to live more than six months. And as soon as the doctor says she's got less than six months to live, Boom, the door opens to hospice. Well, guess what happens at the end of six months? The doctor has to recertify that she, you know, if somebody lives beyond six months, the doctor has to recertify that this person is still not going to live more than six months. And she started, she became stable and her condition wasn't going down anymore. Uh, And so the doctor said, no, I think she's getting better. As soon as she started getting better, she was taken off of hospice. And the sad part in the situation was that there's a husband trying to take care of a wife. There's no child. There's not a whole troop of children or family members taking care of this, this mom. It's just the husband taking care of, 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 of his wife. And both of them happen to be in their 70s. The husband is in the mid-70s, and, and he is uh, not able to lift her out of bed and take her uh, to the, you know, move her around in the house, help her bathe, and all those types of things. And then this is his story. He's saying, I need help. I needed help, and I didn't get help. And so the story turns out to be pretty bad. Now, the, the, then the story goes into some nuances here, Tarek, that basically make uh, clear that if you had good advocacy on your side, if the doctor is saying, no, 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 she's making, she's uh, stable now, she's not going to get any worse, and therefore, Medicare is going to say that hospice doesn't come into play. Well, that's not how the rules actually work. 
the rules for hospice and rules for Medicare basically go off uh, a totally different standard. The standard for somebody to keep getting Medicare coverage at home, whether it's hospice or not, is that you have to be able to show that this person is going to start deteriorating if you take away this person's ability to access Medicare. If that happens, if you can prove that this person's ability will go down if you take away the services, then Medicare must continue the services. And so that's what is missing in this piece as far as I can tell. And if this person, instead of talking, his, his name was, I think, uh, Leonard Bishop, and then the lady's name is Jean, if Leonard had the support of a good case manager who could advocate for him, my suspicion is that he won't have had to go on and off of hospice as many times as he did in the story. So, lesson to be learned up here. You can have all the perfect planning, but if you're thinking you can just basically depend on the system the way it is without somebody advocating for you, that is not a good plan. If you have a good advocate uh, who is working with you, I think you, know, you will get better results. The second thing that comes out of this article for me, why is a husband alone trying to take care of his wife who has dementia? I mean, I can't imagine how hard the task is even when you have a troop of people uh, taking care of one person with dementia. There's a reason why care facilities have three shifts of people working up there. There's one in the morning, evening, and, and somewhere in between. There's a third shift, right? So the reason why you have third shifts is so hard for any one person to take care of any one individual in the situation. And here's a 24-hour, seven days a week job that the husband is trying to take care of instead of having any help coming in. Tarek? I think those are some excellent points there, 100%. And uh, real quick, ladies and gentlemen, uh, if you'd like to call in and maybe discuss your story, and if you can relate to this or if you have other questions, 1-800-465-8770. Again, 1-800-465-8770. And the one thing you mentioned with the system here is uh, trusting the system can be can be dangerous, can be very dangerous. Uh, and that's one thing I really like about what you do, um, with, and as well as your associates at LifePoint Law um, and with Aging Options, is you, you don't go with the system. You go with what is best for the individual. So I'm, I'm sure there's been cases uh, that you've dealt with in, in the past uh, couple of years where you've had dementia patients and uh, their choice of living out their life in their own home. Uh, if you were approaching a situation like this, how, how would you approach it like, if if this was up to you, how would you approach it differently? Well, I mean, as you said, you know, trusting the system blindly is is, is what the issue is, right? It's just not that the system is bad. I and mean, this is an unintended consequence of the rule of six months. Uh, hospice, for good reason, is only available for people who have less than six months to live. Why not? And why is it only six months to live? Is because if you open the floodgates and everyone could, could qualify for hospice, then the hospice costs would go go way up. Well, that didn't sit well with the people, and so we have now palliative care. And palliative care also offers some degree of help. You can have some degree of assistance coming down to the uh, to the home uh, if you if you don't qualify for hospice, but you, you do qualify for some palliative amount of care. So the the point that you, you you're making is that you know how do you help people and and then. Uh, you mentioned that, you know, uh, trusting the system is not a good idea. No, I don't, I wouldn't agree with that characterization. What I'd say is trusting the system is not a bad thing. The system is not bad. 
is made for a reason. There are rules and regulations. The question is not whether you know the system, whether you can trust the system. The question is, do you know how to work within the system? And for that, you need an advocate. And so uh, if somebody had hospice, sorry, if somebody had dementia, for example, the first thing to realize is it's going to take more than one person to be able to effectively care for this individual in his or her own home. Particularly if you're in your mid-70s already, you've got your own health challenges. And on top of all of that, you're dealing with your own, uh, own, own loved one's uh, dementia needs, which is like constant. The same question is going to be asked like 10 times a day. The same issues are going to come up 10 times a day. And you have to be vigilant like 24-7. You may be sleeping in the, in the nighttime. This person may be awake at nighttime, which means you're not getting any sleep. So the thing to do with dementia or with any illness, when you have a frail, incapacitated individual who cannot manage his or her activities of daily living without the assistance of other people, the first thing you need to do is to have a game plan. And what that game plan looks like is a plan of care. And there are professionals, like in the hospice system, you will have an occupational therapist or a physical therapist who will go through the house. They will take a look at the house. They will take a look at the individual who is on hospice, and they will develop that plan of care. And the plan of care is divided up into things that are going to be needed, adaptive equipment, and tasks that are going to be need to be done by somebody to allow this person to be able to stay at home. And so once you have a list of all the tasks that need to be done, then you take a look at the tasks and say, how many of these tasks can I do on my own, and how many of these tasks do I need to bring uh, somebody from the outside to complete? For example, in this story, they're talking about the husband having to uh, having a hard time getting her out of bed and putting her in the, her favorite uh, south-facing window in a chair up there, helping her bathe and eat and managing her pressure sores. Well, these are things that can be uh, uh, transferred out to somebody else, whether it is a nurse coming from the outside, just a caregiver coming from the outside. And if, if, if Medicaid will, won't pay for it, if he had a plan of care, I'm sorry, if hospice would not pay for it, then you can look into programs like the VA and the Medicaid programs. Uh, if you don't have a long-term care policy, if you have a long-term care policy, you can look to that policy. If, if uh, Medicaid is not going to become available for whatever reason or you have an aversion to Medicaid, then you can take a look at maybe getting a reverse mortgage, but bringing in money so that you can hire people to do the things that you cannot do yourself. Just with a little bit of help, Tariq, one can, you know, one can take care of many more people in their own home. There's no, this institutional care model that we have in America, that is just an American model. It, it doesn't need to be. It doesn't exist in four-fifths of the world's population, right? In the place in India that I grew up in the 1980s, there was no nursing home. Did people have dementia there? Of course they did. Did people who have dementia get put out of the house or taken to the backyard and got shot? Absolutely not. I mean, they were taken care of. But there's never, almost never, one person who is totally responsible for taking care of another human being. You know, it takes a village to go and make it happen, and you can do it. And in America, we can start with a plan of care. Tarek? I think that's some excellent information right there. And, and great clarification, obviously, to the to the 
point I made out, just a little ploy there. That's really good. Um, I'll tell you, uh, we are short here for a break. Uh, just a reminder to our listeners, if you'd like to call in, if you have a question, a comment on what we've been talking about or what we have been talking about in past weeks, give us a call at 1-800-465-8770. Again, that is 1-800-465-8770. We're here with you until 11 o'clock, so plenty of time to get your call. But call now before the lines get filled up because Dennis from Bellevue, once we get back from this break, is going to be the first one. And before we do go, I almost forgot. We can't forget the greatest game in the history of, of radio. What year was it? <laughs> We're going to play this game that has been officially uh, certified r- fresh by Rotten Tomatoes. That's completely true. So what year was it when President Reagan gave his famous Berlin Wall speech, when The Simpsons debuted on television, when the average car was just $11,000, and fun fact, it's now $11,000 a gallon to fill up your gas. All right, so things, obviously, times have changed. And this was the most popular song of the year. Rajiv, you remember this one? I do, indeed. Indeed, oh, man. My dad, my dad still claims that it should have been Walk Like a Tunisian because he uh, grew up in Tunisia and he was angry. <laughs> they didn't use Tunisia, but it's all good. It's North, uh, North Africa, not, not, not the same. All right, whatever. Uh, Walk Like an Egyptian from the Bengals. Big hit in what year? 1987, 1988, 1989. We will give the answer right before we hit the 11 o'clock hour. But before we hit that 11 o'clock hour, do yourself a favor and give us a call. On what's on your mind, 1-800-465-8770. Again, 1-800-465-8770. We get to Dennis from Bellevue when we come back from this break right here on AM770 KTTH. It's your turn to join the program. Give us a call at 800-465-8770. Once again, that toll-free number is 800-465-8770. Aging Options will be right back after this. Does someone you love need care in the home? An elderly parent or relative? A spouse dealing with a long-term illness? Maybe a family member facing a disability? HomeWatch Caregivers can help. With more than 40 years of experience providing compassionate care, HomeWatch Caregivers is America's oldest and most experienced home care company. We know what to do, we know how to help, and we know how to make care affordable. Whether you need help on a full-time basis or just a few hours a week, our trained and experienced caregivers are matched to meet your needs. We can even help with access to on-call physician support along with in-home care. Why not let our family take care of yours? HomeWatch Caregivers, Western Washington's best home care. Call us today at 253-564-1006 to schedule your free consultation. That's 253-564-1006, or visit us on the web at homewatchcaregivers.com. Homewatch Caregivers, let our family take care of yours. You know, I'm not a wealthy person, but I'd like to leave a little something to my kids when I'm gone. Actually, there's someone who gets first shot at your assets when you die, before your kids can even touch them, the tax collector and creditors. I don't know much about estate and inheritance taxes. I've heard about changes in tax laws, but it's a little complicated, so I just try not to worry about it. Far too often, the cost of probate and estate taxes forces children to sell off their parents' assets, leaving little for them. I'd at least like for them to have this house. After all, they grew up here and... We'd like to keep it in the family. They say you can't take it with you, 
<laughs> I just didn't realize it was the tax collector who said it. The elder law attorneys at LifePoint Law understand probate and estate taxes. They know how to protect your assets and your legacy. You can trust LifePoint Law and Rajiv Nagayach. Call 877-ELDER-47. That's 877-ELDER-47. If you've been diligent about saving money for your retirement, you probably think you have nothing to worry about, right? But the truth is, your financial portfolio or real estate holdings won't save you if something goes wrong with your health. This is Ursula Voitine. I've seen it too often. A sudden illness during retirement can turn dreams into nightmares. Without proper planning, your loved one can end up broke and in a nursing home when that's not what they had planned for their golden years. You can avoid that nightmare scenario with coordinated planning that that identifies and fills the holes and gaps in your traditional retirement plans. Elder law attorney and radio host Rajiv Nagayich has helped our family tremendously, and he can help you learn how to protect your health, your assets, and quality of life. Join Rajiv for a free in-person seminar on Saturday, April 9th in Tacoma or on April 16th in Bellevue. Make your reservation today at lifepointlaw.com. That's lifepointlaw.com. Again, go to lifepointlaw.com. Because of Rajiv, that we just kept standing up to the system, you know, out there saying everyone has to die in a hospital. So I wanted to say thank you so much. Welcome back. Aging Options right here at AM 770 KTTH. Uh, you probably heard that little bit about the seminar there from Ursula Reutin. Uh Again, what's a reminder? Uh, real quick, uh, we're going to get to Dennis in just a moment, but... The seminar is coming up April 9th at 1 p.m. It's at the Marriott Downtown Tacoma. And then April 16th at 1 p.m. It's at the Residence Inn and Bellevue Downtown. All right. So if you're coming down the east side and you're like, oh, well, I don't want to go to Tacoma. Darn, that's too far. Well, darn it. We, you have no excuse. You, April 16th, 1 p.m. And I'll, as Ursula said, you sign up by going to LivePointLaw.com. We're going to mention that uh, more as we go forward. But it's, it's a great idea. It's a great way to spend a Saturday afternoon. In fact, go to both. You know, it might be a nice... Nice way to spend uh, two excellent Saturdays in April. You know, if the allergies are really getting to you, it might be a good way to offset the badness. Anyway, we've had uh, Dennis from Bellevue uh, holding for a while now. Uh, just a quick reminder, give us a call, 1-800-465-8770, 1-800-465-8770. If you want to be like Dennis from Bellevue, who is calling us right now, and he's on the air. Dennis, welcome to the show. Hi. So, uh, the question Hi, Dennis, I have... Hi, uh, the question I have is that um, I'm in good health, and but for, let's say that for some unknown reason I end up in the hospital, and they say, "Well, we won't release you to go home, but we we're going to send you over to a care facility so you can do some rehab or some stupid thing like that." What does a person do at that point? Because uh, I've thought about what if I you know, get somebody like a home care, but that's a, a franchise, and what if the person's retired by the time I need them? Right, and that's a, what, a, what a great question that is, right? I mean, because you don't know when you're going to fall ill, and if you do select a home care company or, or some person to work with today, who is to say that they will be there, they won't be there tomorrow? So, you know, it's just like anything in life, then you have to kind of keep everything up to date as, as you're going along with it. The way that I uh, get my clients planned, uh, planning this part of their future is to go ahead and say that you don't have to necessarily select a caregiving company or a franchise at this point of time. What you need to do is to become familiar with some concepts in our society that can make life a whole lot better. 
And one concept is the concept of a geriatric care manager. So these are people very similar to the type of professionals you find in the hospital system. They usually are nurses or they are social workers, and they're very familiar with the long-term care industry. And they're familiar with the rules of the hospital, that when the hospital says, we are about to discharge you, you've been a guest up here, you're doing well now, but we are not going to let you to go back home, they understand that the law requires the hospital to defer to the decisions the family is going to end up making. The hospital can never make a decision about where you're going to go after you leave the hospital. All they are concerned about is that you're going to be safe and secure when you leave our place. We don't want to be sued by somebody because you were not safe wherever you were going. And therefore, they pitch a fit that when a family member is going to say, no, 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 I want to take my loved one back home, and the hospital, the discharge people, the nurses are there, the doctors are there feeling this is not a safe discharge. They're going to need complex medication management, or maybe they have some wounds that need to be tended to that a family member is not going to be able to do it. Then they will rightfully say that it, it would be against medical advice for you to take somebody back home. But if you can prove to them, and if you have a system in place already, that that'll let them know that, no, 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 you are quite familiar and quite understanding of the complexity of the issues that you're going to be dealing with, and you will be supported by a team of competent people outside when you go back home, then the hospital will probably not have any resistance to letting you back home. All they care about is making sure that you are going to go back home safely, that you will understand that. And so the concept of a care management company to be in your corner basically says this. In your power of attorney, you're going to write something to the effect that, look, if I end up in the hospital and the doctors want to discharge me to any place other than my own home, then I want you to call a good geriatric care manager. This is the preference of my company that I'd like for you to work with. But if they are out of business at that point in time, then you can go to this particular website where because these are all professional uh, professionals who belong to an association and it's called used to be called the Geriatric Care Managers Association at one point in time. And today it's called by some other name, but it's the same association. So if one company has gone out of business, it doesn't mean the whole industry has gone out of business. And the point is that your agent should be familiar enough with the industry and where to find them and what questions to ask when they do deal with them. If you can get that managed ahead of time, then most people who are able to, they should be able to come back home and not get diverted into some care facility. So... Is that something that a person has to do in advance, or can it be done by family members at the time that they suspect that it might be necessary? Right. It's like, I mean, that's, that's, a, uh, that's a good question, but the analogy I want to give you is this. If you had asked me the question, look, if my house uh, catches fire tomorrow, do I have to do any preparation how we'll deal with that ahead of time, or should I do it at the last minute? At the last minute, somebody will have to go find the water hose and start putting the fire out at that point of time. They may just not know where the fire hose is. But if you have done advanced planning, the only amount of advanced planning you need to know is that the people who are more likely to be around if the house was to catch fire, you tell them, look, this is where the water hose is, and this is where the spigot is. So they don't have to spend time looking for the fire hose or the spigot, and they can just get to the water. That's what you do with a care manager. You do it ahead of time. You make sure that okay. your family is extremely, it's like a, 
like a stop, drop, and roll exercise? Can you do something at the end when the earthquake is happening or when some fire is burning at that point of time? Probably better done ahead of time and make sure that everyone is familiar what, with what you're asking for. Okay. Sounds good. Appreciate the answer. Thank yeah. You. Oh, yeah. You're welcome. Thanks for the call, Dennis. You bet. Hey, John. Tarek? Yeah. Thank you, Dennis, for that. And if you want to be like Dennis, and uh, he has some great questions there, Rajiv. So if you have questions like that, give us a call, 1-800-465-8770. Obviously, we had talked about dementia to open the show. We have a lot of other topics we are going to get to and ones we've talked about in the past that might concern you. Don't be afraid to pick up that phone. 1-800-465-8770. We only have a couple minutes until we have to get to break, Rajiv, but I teased the seminars coming up, and I had to throw it to the call there, which was an excellent one, but I do want to mention the seminars a little more here because you got two coming up in Tacoma and Bellevue, which is excellent because... Uh, if I'm not wrong, I don't think you've uh, you guys have done a, a lot on the east side uh, recently. So this is a great opportunity for listeners who uh, may be listening in from Kirkland, who might be listening in from Bellevue, uh, from you know from down uh, out you know out, out in the east side, and it's a great opportunity for them. Now, if somebody's on the fence about going to one of these seminars on either the 9th or the 16th, by the way, both at 1 p.m. and both you can sign up for at LifePointLaw.com. If they're on the fence, what are just a couple sentences uh, in your mind that, that that come to you as a way to convince someone who might be interested? Well, I mean, I'll use Dennis's analogies to say, can we wait till the end? And I think that's a good question because why Why do we need to do this planning ahead of time uh, when we are not going to be falling ill tomorrow? It's, it's, it's the same analysis that you end up using. You know, you do a lot of preparation ahead of time so that when the event happens, it's not a surprise. Everyone knows exactly what to do. That's half the battle and the problem with our healthcare system. We don't do any advanced planning because we are not ill till we are ill. And without the advanced planning, then we have to rely on a system. And what does the system do? The system is designed to make sure that you, when you and I fall ill, there's a, there's a very high probability that when you're going to be discharged, the nurse is going to be saying, hey, which rehab center do you want to send Dennis to? Uh, where do you want to take your dad to? Where do you want to take your mom to? And what will, what will you and I and Dennis be saying at that time? No, 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 I don't want to go to a rehab center. I want to go back home. But then with, if you don't have this thing practiced ahead of time, mm -hmm. then you are in the hands of a system that will put you out to pasture. And there's very little you'll be able to do at that point in time. So why do you want to come to the seminar? It's so that you can understand how and what do you need to put in place ahead of time so that, you know, as you and I are growing old, we want to be able to live our lives the way that we want to. We don't want to get stuck in some rehab center, some nursing home. We certainly don't want to become a burden on other people. And we certainly want to be able to protect money that it took a lifetime to build. And the long-term care industry, if you don't have a good long-term care policy and you have to pay privately, in a few weeks or a few months, that money could be, or a few years, the money could be all gone. So protect your money. Don't become a burden. Avoid institutional care. It can all be done. That's what you need to know, and that's what we teach you in these one-hour-long sessions. Exactly right. I mean, really, that is, it's what you need to know. And, again, you have an opportunity to know these things by going on April 9th at 1 p.m. It's at the Marriott downtown Tacoma. A uh, really nice area, by the way. So if you, you know, if you wanted to spend an afternoon in Tacoma, that's a great thing to set off your day right there. Uh, April 16th, I mean, I, I say nice area, but Bellevue's also 
downtown Bellevue, beautiful area as well. At the Residence Inn in Bellevue on April 16th at 1 p.m., another LifePoint Law Seminar. And did I mention, I don't know if Rajiv mentioned it, Rajiv is going to be there in person. So, you know, I, I keep saying it, but like Rajiv on the radio, it's kind of like, you know, the, 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 the snack bar, the cool snack bar, like, oh, this is cool, this is nice. You get the Costco bag when you see him in person. I'm telling you, it, it gets taken up a notch, <laughs> for real. So uh, April 9th at 1 p.m., Marriott Downtown Tacoma. April 16th at 1 p.m., the Residence Inn in uh, downtown Bellevue. And you can sign up by going to lifepointlaw.com. And also, ladies and gentlemen, it's free to go. It's free to attend, and you're going to learn a lot. So, again, April 9th at 1 p.m., the Marriott in downtown Tacoma. April 16th at 1 p.m. at the Residence Inn in Bellevue. You sign up by going to lifepointlaw.com, and I invite you to do so. It's a good idea. Well, looks like it's time for a break. Rajiv, we still have to play our world-famous game that has Bob Costas knocking on our doors because he wants to play this game so badly, but he hasn't yet. What year was it? So what year was it when President Reagan gave that famous Gorbachev tear down this wall, Berlin Wall speech, when The Simpsons debuted on television, when the average car was just $11,000, and this was the most popular song of the year. All right, had to, had to get a little OAO in there. All right, that's Walk Like an Egyptian from the Bengals. Uh, I think the kids nowadays would call that a bop. What year did it come out? 1987, 1988, or 1989? When we hit 11 o'clock, we'll give you the answer. So don't touch that dial because you're going to want to hear the answer. Get your guesses in now and get your calls in now. If you have a question, 1-800-465-8770 is the number to call. Again, 1-800-465-8770. We'll be right back on Agent Options right here on AM 770 KTTH. We're here to take your questions. The number to call is 800-465-8770. Once again, that toll-free number is 800-465-8770. Rajiv and Tarek will be right back after this. Safe, independent, living in comfortable surroundings. That's where we all want to be. It's no different for your parents and other elderly relatives, even as they age. How do you make it easier for them to stay in the home they love by bringing the care to them? HomeWatch Caregivers can help. With more than 40 years of experience providing compassionate care, HomeWatch Caregivers is America's oldest and most experienced home care company. We know what to do, we know how to help, and we know how to make care affordable. When you compare the cost and benefits of home care to nursing homes or other institutional settings, you'll be amazed at just how affordable in-home care can be. HomeWatch Caregivers, Western Washington's best home care. HomeWatch Caregivers. Call us today at 253-564-1006 to schedule your free consultation. That's 253-564-1006 or visit us on the web at homewatchcaregivers.com. Call us today at 253-564-1006. HomeWatch Caregivers. Let our family take care of yours. You know, I'm not a wealthy person, but I'd like to leave a little something to my kids when I'm gone. Actually, there's someone who gets first shot at your assets when you die, before your kids can even touch them, the tax collector and creditors. I don't know much about estate and inheritance taxes. I've heard about changes in tax laws, but it's a little complicated, so I just try not to worry about it. Far too often, the cost of probate and estate taxes forces children to sell off their parents' assets, leaving little for them. I'd at least like for them to have this house. After all, they grew up here and... We'd like to keep it in the family. They say you can't take it with you. (laughs) I just didn't realize it was the tax collector who said it. 
The elder law attorneys at LifePoint Law understand probate and estate taxes. They know how to protect your assets and your legacy. You can trust LifePoint Law and Rajiv Nagayach. Call 877-ELDER-47. That's 877-ELDER-47. If you've been diligent about saving money for your retirement, you probably think you have nothing to worry about, right? But the truth is, your financial portfolio or real estate holdings won't save you if something goes wrong with your health. This is Ursula Voitine. I've seen it too often. A sudden illness during retirement can turn dreams into nightmares. Without proper planning, your loved one can end up broke and in a nursing home when that's not what they had planned for their golden years. You can avoid that nightmare scenario with coordinated planning that identifies and fills the holes and gaps in your traditional retirement plans. Elder law attorney and radio host Rajiv Nagayich has helped our family tremendously, and he can help you learn how to protect your health, your assets, and quality of life. Join Rajiv for a free in-person seminar on Saturday, April 9th in Tacoma or on April 16th in Bellevue. Make reservation today at lifepointlaw.com. That's lifepointlaw.com. Again, go to lifepointlaw.com. Hi, this is Bill Freeland. I'm president of the estate planning and elder law firm with offices in Bethesda, Maryland. Rajiv has one of the most innovative elder law practices in the country, and the approach that he takes is so substantially and completely different it is my strong recommendation that you set an appointment today. It's good advice. I think you should set an appointment today. Welcome back. Aging Options right here on AM 770 KTTH. As, oh, the music just dipped away. Oh, my gosh. That'd be my baby. I love that song. Anyway, uh, you're listening. Uh, again, Aging Options. Uh, glad you could join us. If you'd like to give us a call with a question you have about something we've talked about, something we're going to talk about, or something we have talked about, hey, you know, the phone the phone lines are open for you. 1-800-465-8770. Again, 1-800-465-8770. 8770 is the telephone number. We are here with you for the next 23 minutes, so do not wait. Only a little time left, so call now, 1-800-465-8770. And, Rajiv, we've talked a lot on the radio here. But, you know, I've Mm -hmm. actually had this happen to me in the past. I think it was before I started working with you, where I was flipping through the channels. I was, you know, surfing surfing the TV, and who did I see on PBS but one Rajiv Nagayich? Because, you know, you do that, that show, Master Your Future. So I, it's been a while since we've talked about this. Uh, I wanted to discuss how that, how that show is going, you know, what you guys do on that show, uh, maybe where people can see it, because obviously a lot of PBS fans listening in here on the radio, the irony. But, no, it's really great stuff. Now talk about that for a second. Yeah, no, that is, it's been – it'll be about two years this year. This is going in the second year of the show. It's playing great. Uh, on the East Coast, it just plays all the time. And and much like you, one day I was surprised to see myself on TV. <laughs> and and Tarek, if you haven't done that, it's a pretty surreal experience, you know, when when you're there and just flipping channels and voila, there's there's a person that I seem to recognize and and <laughs> this was last year. So uh this is about two two and a half years ago. Uh PBS had approached and uh, that I had been approaching pretty much anyone who will take this message because I think it's such an important message to take. And PBS said, yeah, they looked at the whole thing and said, we would like to go ahead and, and, and have you on the air if you want to be on the air. And so we taped the show and it played. Well, uh, turns out the shelf life of the show with PBS is about two years. And at the end of two years, they either ask you to come back again or they say, well, it's been a good run. Thanks for your, your efforts. And so they just reached out and we'll be shooting the second show, a second version of the show, uh, this fall sometime. 
So, nice. uh, yeah, uh, PBS is going great. I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for PBS to put it out there, particularly on the East Coast. It plays incessantly. Boston is probably one of the biggest markets where we play in Denver. Uh, it's a huge market up there. You know, of all places, Kansas City is a, is a big market for us. Tampa, Sacramento, Los Angeles. Yeah. Um, Washington State plays it uh, every now and then. It doesn't play it all the time, but yeah. plays it every now and then. That's excellent, though, because like I am from Sacramento originally, and I remember specifically on KBIE actually seeing you on there and going, "Oh, this guy knows what he's talking about." And then what happens a few months later? I moved to Seattle, and it's you on the radio. It's like you know, <laughs> small world of just seven billion people. But it's that's really cool, though. So this okay, so this fall, Master Your Future. You know, it's been it's been renewed. Uh, you know, obviously going to be on PBS. So uh, well, how about this? We're going to keep our listeners updated for um, you know. When, when it comes out for uh, for all that information. By the way, check your uh, local listings uh, to watch, to see that show, Master Your Future. It's uh, I, how would you say? Would you say it's, it's similar to a lot of the information people get at the seminars out here, uh, the Life Point Law seminars that uh, that are out in Puget Sound? Indeed, or is it, it is. is it, yeah. No, no, no. It is very much like the seminar that we end up doing. The, the information that we give up here, because you know the the mission is always the same. Seventy uh, percent of America planning to board a plane which is ready which is definitely 70% chance that it'll crash before it lands that is not a good idea but somebody's got to let the people know that hey you're on a plane that you're about to get on a plane that has a 70% chance of crashing and how do you do that that's all what we do that's what this radio show is about that's what the book uh, that is coming out is about that's what the workbook and all the all the seminars uh, that we end up doing and that's the work that I do in my office just to show people first is to that you've got a 70% chance of crashing and burning before landing uh, to your destination. Uh, not a good plan. And what do you need to do? What does the, the different plane look like that, that has a much higher chance that you're going to land at your destination and your life will be what you want for it to be? So, yeah, that's where we are. That's, well, you know, and I'll tell you what, I think the great thing is with Master Your Future, uh, the, the show on PBS and uh, with these seminars, is people who are listening now m- more than likely are in Puget Sound. And if you've ever seen that show, because it has aired quite a bit wh- throughout the country, if you've ever uh, watched uh, you know, that on PBS, uh, you can actually get that experience of Master Your Future or get that, that feeling and that information right in front of you. You're not just on your TV. It can be he can be right in front of you. Rajiv Nagayich again with a live planning event happening April 9th, 1 p.m. Marriott downtown Tacoma. Uh, it's a good idea to spend a Saturday afternoon there. And if you can't make it out there, totally fine because the week after week after on April 16th at 1 p.m. we've got a Life Point Law seminar at the Residence Inn at Bellevue downtown. I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, it's a great idea. And if you've seen Master Your Future and you're like, well, if only that was in person and I could be there, well, your dreams come true and it's free. And you sign up by going to LifePointLaw.com. Ladies and gentlemen, it's a good idea. Again, go to LifePointLaw.com. Sign up for the seminar on the 9th or the 16th or both. You know, be like me. Go for both. Uh, 1 p.m., again, Tacoma and then Bellevue. Sign up right now. And it looks like we're due for another break here. We have a caller uh, who we're going to take right after we uh, get to break. Uh, First things first, we're going to play the game, the famous game, the game that, you know, gets us world recognition. What year was it? So what year was it when Reagan gave his famous Berlin Wall speech, when The Simpsons debuted on television, when the average car was just $11,000, and this was the most popular song of the year? 
course. Kind of a classic, honestly. You still hear it nowadays. All right? Walk Like an Egyptian. What year did it shoot up the charts? 1987, 1988, or 1989? In just a couple of minutes, we will give you the answer. So if you're thinking really hard, get your guesses in now. Get your guesses in now. And we'll give you the answer in just about 15 minutes or so. So stay tuned. Uh, if you'd like to call in, we still have room for you. Obviously, we got Dave at the other end of this break, but we probably have time for another call after that. So one hundred one eight hundred. 465-8770. Again, 1-800-465-8770. You are listening to Aging Options right here on AM 770 KTTH. Now's your last chance to call into the show. The toll-free number is 800-465-8770. Once again, dial 800-465-8770. Rajiv and Tarek will be right back with more Aging Options right after this. You know... I'm not a wealthy person, but I'd like to leave a little something to my kids when I'm gone. Actually, there's someone who gets first shot at your assets when you die, before your kids can even touch them, the tax collector and creditors. I don't know much about estate and inheritance taxes. I've heard about changes in tax laws, but it's a little complicated, so I just try not to worry about it. Far too often, the cost of probate and estate taxes forces children to sell off their parents' assets, leaving little for them. I'd at least like for them to have this house. After all, they grew up here, and we'd like to keep it in the family. They say you can't take it with you. <laughs> I just didn't realize it was the tax collector who said it. The elder law attorneys at LifePoint Law understand probate and estate taxes. They know how to protect your assets and your legacy. You can trust LifePoint Law and Rajiv Nagayach. Call 877-ELDER-47. That's 877-ELDER-47. If you've been diligent about saving money for your retirement, you probably think you have nothing to worry about, right? But the truth is, your financial portfolio or real estate holdings won't save you if something goes wrong with your health. This is Ursula Royteen. I've seen it too often. A sudden illness during retirement can turn dreams into nightmares. Without proper planning, your loved one can end up broke and in a nursing home when that's not what they had planned for their golden years. You can avoid that nightmare scenario with coordinated planning that identifies and fills the holes and gaps in your traditional retirement plans. Elder law attorney and radio host Rajiv Nagayich has helped our family tremendously, and he can help you learn how to protect your health, your assets, and quality of life. Join Rajiv for a free in-person seminar on Saturday, April 9th in Tacoma or on April 16th in Bellevue. Make your reservation today at lifepointlaw.com. That's lifepointlaw.com. Again, go to lifepointlaw.com. Safe, independent, living in comfortable surroundings. That's where we all want to be. It's no different for your parents and other elderly relatives, even as they age. How do you make it easier for them to stay in the home they love by bringing the care to them? HomeWatch Caregivers can help. With more than 40 years of experience providing compassionate care, HomeWatch Caregivers is America's oldest and most experienced home care company. We know what to do, we know how to help, and we know how to make care affordable. When you compare the cost and benefits of home care to nursing homes or other institutional settings, you'll be amazed at just how affordable in-home care can be. HomeWatch Caregivers, Western Washington's best home care. HomeWatch Caregivers. Call us today at 253-564-1006 to schedule your free consultation. That's 253-564-1006 or visit us on the web at homewatchcaregivers.com. Call us today at 253-564-1006. HomeWatch Caregivers. Let our family 
take care of yours. You guys have both given me just outstanding information that I could research and head further in. And uh, I get a lot of advice uh, listening to your show, plus the two times I've called you, and I do appreciate it. Thank you for listening. Welcome back. Aging Options right here on AM770 KTGH. Well, speaking of callers with, uh, with, well, with great advice or great information or great questions, we're going to head over to Linwood and talk with Dave, who's been waiting patiently for the past couple of minutes, past couple of minutes, I should say. Thank you for waiting, Dave, and welcome to the show. Thank you. Okay, uh, here's my situation. I'm exactly like your uh, earlier caller to where I'm taking care of my wife. She had a head injury. And uh, which has left her uh, bed bound. And uh, after spending 19 days at Swedish, uh, then uh, I had her for one month and she was fine. But uh, my insurance company insisted that I put her into a rehab facility where she could get more consistent PT. So I did that. The rehab facility ended up giving her uh, blood clots on her leg and uh, two bed wounds. Uh, so I got her back to my home and uh, uh, on a wound back system, uh, which the insurance company serviced uh, uh, with nurses. And then... Uh, there were problems with my insurance company's computer system. They kept getting me confused with somebody else and kept telling me that they were going to pull the wound back systems, uh, take away uh, the hospital bed uh, and the special air mattress. Uh, and so it scared me, and so I changed insurance providers. I've got a new insurance provider, it took me two months. Uh, it took. Uh, they they were wonderful in getting my wife into a system right away, January four, and uh, and the wound back system has. Uh, she's healed. It's removed. Everything's fine, but she still is bed bound. She has leg uh, leg cramp uh, to where her leg locks in, and uh, and no one. Uh, has told me how to deal with it until a uh, PT came in and told me uh, that uh, there's nothing I can do. Uh, it'll continue to do that, and tough luck. And uh, and that PT uh, left and never came back. Uh, then uh, the services that I, I was getting uh, from the nurses and her maintaining, all those services have been removed uh, because now they consider her well, and that's fine, but she is still not, uh, I'm still having to uh, turn her every three hours uh, to prevent uh, bed sores and so on and so forth. I myself uh, have severe back pain. I have been on a time-release morphine for uh, over 35 years, uh, low dose, 
and they refused. Uh, the doctor that I got assigned with this new insurance company doesn't like uh, opioids and refuses to order my uh, morphine. What am I going to do? <laughs> I know, Dennis. I mean, I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm listening to your, your, your story up here, and the only thing that over and over goes to my mind, you need good advocacy. Look, I mean, the system is a system. It works, and the system is full of people. Some people are really good, and they will advocate for you the way you would like for them to advocate. Some people could care less, which sadly seems to be the majority. They fall in between. I did my best, and if it worked out, great. If it didn't work out, too bad. And some people are just pathetic. I mean, you just want to stay the heck away from them. The challenge that we have is we don't know who will be a good advocate for us and who will not be a good advocate. Obviously, if we run into good people, like your insurance company, the new one that you ran into, uh, it turned out to be a much better bargain for you than the previous company was where they were having all sorts of trouble. And so what it really boils down to always is when you're asking me this question, you're fundamentally what you're framing is I've got a wife who needs some care. I've got my own health challenges. How do I pull my pieces together so both of us can live a good quality of life without becoming a burden to people we love and without running out of money in the process? Make no mistake, yeah. well, that's the question, but we never talk about it that way. I mean, you are dealing my with a acute... Go ahead. My daughter, uh, uh, a year ago, uh, hired an aging care consultation service, and uh, she came and visited me once, and I've never seen her since, and she hasn't done anything. Uh, now, I, for myself, I need to learn more about aging options. I, uh, is aging options, are they able to deal with somebody who's uh, 85, uh, I still like to play golf. But, but of course, I need uh, pain medications uh, to deal with my back pain. Uh, I will not be able to play golf this summer uh, unless I can get uh, some type of pain medication going. Uh, a non-opioid would be fine. Uh, but until then, until I get adjusted to that, what am I going to do when the new insurance company, their doctors, uh, don't like opioids? Right. And, and you know what aging options, the first thing you need to understand, aging options, we don't provide legal, medical, housing, financial services. We are basically aggregators of information. So even though I'm a lawyer, uh, I, I, my, the reason why I got into all this is because we, my father-in-law was somewhat in a situation. He had Alzheimer's. My mother-in-law was taking care of him. And they went through the same dance that you're going through with your wife right now. There were, there were no answers. So when I got involved with this family, it became clear to me that what is lacking in our system is individual advocacy at the Dennis level, at the Dave level, at the Rajiv level. There's a lot of advocacy from the companies. Companies advocate for themselves. They know how they're going to make money. They give the, the least services that will make them the most amount of money. Generally, that seems to be the mantra of how businesses work. So what, what we do is to take a look at your life in 360-degree in, in view, because when you're looking at it, think of it this way. Your wife's health is turning everything into a nightmare for you right now. 
the health issue became a housing issue because somebody said, go to a rehab center. She went there. You agreed to it. Then all of a sudden, somebody is saying, no, 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 she doesn't belong in the rehab center. She needs to go home. She's all better, which you may or may not agree with. So it's a housing issue. Then it will become a financial issue because insurance will only pay for it for so long. And after that, you'd have to either pay for it privately or you're going to have to find some money some way, VA, Medicare, Medicaid, some program to go and cover these costs. And then it will become a legal issue because look at what your daughter is doing. Just because you, you, you are taking care of your wife doesn't mean your daughter is sitting on the sideline. I mean, everyone that you love in your life, your children for the most part, they're stuck with you and they're all restless. Nobody seems to have an answer. She did the best she could and it didn't work out. So now she's, I don't know what her situation is. So this is a well, we have, CD. We have two, uh, you have two uh, companies that advertise that I listen to. And one is Dr. Mixon, and one is you, Rajiv. Uh, yeah. And uh, now, who who runs Aging Option? Is it Dr. Mixon or you? No, it's, Dr. Mixon has nothing to do with Aging Option. He runs Longevity Medical Clinic. That's his shop. Aging Options is my shop. That's what I do. So when we when when you call us, the first thing that we're going to do is to say you, your daughter, and your wife, we should sit down and work together. You fill out a questionnaire. I take a look at where your gaps are. You will tell me what your pain points are, and I will tell you areas that you're not not really looking into that you should be looking into. And I think what your daughter did was where my first starting point would be to help you find a good advocate. On your behalf, you'll have to pay privately, but this person, probably, hopefully, a nurse, will be able to shepherd you through all the challenges that you're dealing with. So, Dennis, you've got a challenge. You've got a situation going up here. I get it, but I think your starting point is to see if you can't if you can't get a better handle on all the issues at one time. And if you don't want to go through through that route, you just want to stay focused on your your, your wife and you. Start with a good geriatric care manager. And a good geriatric care manager, in your case, probably a registered nurse or a nurse practitioner who can understand the medical issues that you and your wife are dealing with. And they'll be able to shepherd you through the system. And if you don't know who to call, call my office uh, at 253 253-838-3454. And I can send you a list of geriatric care managers. You can you can start the conversation with. Tarek. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for the call, Dennis. Uh, appreciate uh, you taking your time to obviously tell a very uh, very tough uh, very tough story of what you're going through right now. Um, we are getting close to the end of the program, so I think it is time uh, to play what year was it or find out what year was it, Rajiv? As what year was it? Okay, what year was it when Reagan gave his famous Berlin Wall speech when The Simpsons debuted on te- on TV? The average car was $11,000, and this was the most popular song of the year. All right. Our guest first coming from our board up, Ben. Was it 1987, 1988, or 1989? Your guess, sir. Well, I know that the USSR fell apart uh, in 91, so I'm going to say 89, probably, uh, I think. Okay, okay, Rajiv. I think it's either 87 or 88. I can't uh, picture it. It was in the 80s. I was a young lad in America, so I'd go with 88. 
All right, fair enough. Well, I'll tell you what. The correct answer is 1987. You're both incorrect. You both have taken L's. You both just need to read up on your history. My gosh, people. 1987 is the winner. Congratulations to neither of you, but all of you listeners who guessed correctly, thank you for listening. We play that every week and appreciate you for joining us for that. Uh, Again, reminder, this next Saturday, April 9th, Head out to the Marriott downtown Tacoma. There is a Life Point Law seminar. And April 16th, there's a seminar happening at 1 p.m. at the Residence Inn at Bellevue. They're free. You can sign up by going to lifepointlaw.com, and you should do it. Thank you so much for listening to Aging Options right here on AM 770 KTTH. And as Rajiv always says... Hey, John, everyone. We'll see you next week. <laughs>